TV defeats its own purpose when it's pushing an agenda or trying to defeat other TV or being proud or ashamed of itself for existing. It's TV. It's comfort. It's a friend you've known so well and for so long. You just let it be with you. And it needs to be okay for it to have a bad day or phone in a day. And it needs to be okay for it to get on a boat with LeVar Burton and never come back. Because eventually, it all will. I'm fine. I know. It's, it's not just that. Oh, such a classic mistake, but I got really attached to my pitch. I had a soundtrack in my head and everything. Good, Good morning, Greendale. Morning, Greendale. I'm, I'm Ben. Mike. Oh, well, we didn't talk about we it. Did, we <laughs> usually talk about this. Our last episode and we've ruined it. I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. And here are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community <laughs> Season 6, Episode 13, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. Mike, oh, Ben, I think I, I watched the wrong episode. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give me that shit. <laughs> no, also there's there's one episode left. This is the finale. Um and it's yeah, not like but I you're, watched you're the also movie. talking to the guy who watched the wrong episode of that Futurama uh when so don't don't give me that shit. <laughs> That's fair. I apologize. Although, this is not April Fools. We are in the middle of July. <laughs> ben fudged up still one of our most successful yeah. future uh, back to the Futurama episodes. So people just like uh, hearing me do words bad. Really poor choice of words, Ben. We've deployed it in a live context because this is a live show for We're our do- patrons. It's the live show. Patrons? It's return of the live show um, because we haven't had a live show in a minute due to a lot of technical problems, one of which being two cars hitting my house. Right, um, that is a big deal. So we're back. We're doing a live episode for this, the final episode of Community, Season 6, Episode 13, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. It is the final episode of Mm. Community. Because Uh, I'm not going to count a movie as an episode. That's fair. It's unless a movie. they cut unless they cut it into four and put it out as, they, as they a better not, season of television. We, we did that My with God, Futurama. I Let's not do hated that. that. One one <laughs> movie you watch from start to finish is the way to watch a movie. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny how movies are meant to be watched uh consecutively mm-hmm, mm-hmm. rather than cut up into pieces. Uh that being said, I think uh before we get into the meta con- nonsense of this episode, it's time for outsourcing Mike's bits. Just to remind everyone, as we go on to the last one of this, we are we are doing the Would You Rather deck of the Pod Decks fame, and we don't have a ton left. We're 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 moving our way through. Okay. Um, and trust me, this is coming with us on our journey back to Futurama. <laughs> the the live listeners get to see me uh, sigh. In yeah. re- they get to see the expression on my face as I am subjected to this. Go ahead, go uh-huh. ahead, Mike. And and it, and it is not happy. Uh, All right, so now it's time for that good, good shuffle, and let's see what we get. All right, Ben, let's cut it just to make sure we get a good shuffle here. Go ahead, Mike. Wow, there's a lot here, um, and we're really going to have to talk talk about this. And I'm seeing some some support for Poddex in the chat. Thank you, Laura. 
Um, my good friend Ben. <laughs> Would you rather blow your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper? Would you rather blow your nose with sandpaper or use bubble wrap instead of toilet paper? Follow-up question. Is this... Uh... I only get to use these for the rest of my life. Like I make the decision and that's what I have to use for all time forever. That's, or is it uh, like you have you have one time where you have to do this? Uh yeah, that's that's a good question. Uh it's not indicated on the card itself. It it does not say a duration or a a, a frequency. Um I, I kind of get the the sense of like doing it once, especially would be a pretty easy answer to me. So I'm let's go with uh, 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 this is your choice for the rest of your life. The rest of my life, okay. Bubble wrap. Okay, so it's different if I said it's one time. If it's one time, it's it's sandpaper all the way because you do that you do that one time, one and done. Like it's like ripping off a band aid. But if you're saying okay every time. You blow your nose, okay. you have to rip off like 20 band-aids for the rest of your life. No, that sounds awful. But doing it like the one time you just you rip that sucker off and you're good to go. It's it's quick, it's one and done. You move on with your life. You never tell anyone about it. Okay. Oh, and oh, in the right. chat, sandpaper has a smooth backside. Boom. Boom. Lawyered. That is that is lawyered. True. We are lawyering the shit out of this card, and that's fine. I'm okay with it. I just I feel like Okay. So so we've kind of gone through your preferences and I think uh -huh. we're I think we're understanding. I do want to say as a person who owns multiple bidets uh mm -hmm. toilet paper is no longer as important to me in my day-to-day -day life considering I have I do not have a toilet in this house that does not have a bidet if I it, 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 and so I I have accepted that. So a bubble wrap it's it wouldn't be absorbent of said water uh to to clean it off uh but it would certainly either way i it would be if we are to use the the hard this is this is there's a lot of challenge here because i mm -hmm. I, I recognize that we are saying that sandpaper has a smooth backside, and I also see that there's some some discussion in the chat around bidets being allowed in this question. Uh -huh, which, right. if we're going to lawyer it, it does it does not say use bidet, bubble wrap instead of you know how you clean up after the bathroom. It's just instead of toilet paper. So I'm kind of thinking, I'm thinking to, uh, bubble wrap instead of toilet paper. Kind of regardless, because even the soft side of sandpaper is not as soft as, like, you know, a Kleenex or a Poofs. Okay, okay. Sorry, I turned into Jackie Daytona there for a moment. I don't give a fuck. His name was Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did that mostly for the You knew, the I, you knew I was going to hit it. You forgot, all the other episodes, you forgot I had that. And now you're just like, oh, I got I to gotta say it. So he hits that button. Now that we're out of the way of Mike's, yes, we are. Whatever, we're, we're done with that 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 wonderful segment we always do, and we'll never stop doing until I run out of cards. The, the folks watching the live episode can see me rolling my eyes uh, for the full podcast experience, just like yeah, yeah. Okay, and, so and the full eye roll. We're not getting any half rolls or three quarters rolls. You're getting. 100% of the roll. 
Uh-huh. Before we get into the episode proper, um, okay. I, I'm going to do things a little bit out of order. Uh, All right. Because we got, a, we got an email. Um, email? You just pull it up on the Tandy. It'll be fine. Email. Uh, I wish I had half the charisma of Strong Bad. Don't we all? Uh, so we got an email uh, from Ella. Ella Excellent. says, Hi, Ben and Mike. Super hope to catch you before the last episode. Good job. You did. You did. Well done. After just finishing the penultimate episode, I wanted to say, in all caps, Charleston Chews are real? (laughs) (laughs) I, like James, am a UK listener and totally believed they were a piece of fiction. Is it chocolate caramel nougat? Why why would it be called that? Love the podcast and I'm going to miss it. Much love, Ella. P.S. Once you're finished with the Futurama reboot, I would love it if you made an IT crowd pod so I could Ooh. hear your thoughts on the icon that is Richmond. Um, thank you for the email. And um, yes, Charleston <laughs> Chew, very real thing. Very um, real thing. You warned me that we did get a Charleston Chew uh, <laughs> specific email. You did not give me the indication of like all caps. Uh, uh, so that's wonderful. Charleston Chew, uh, named for the dance that was popular at the time of the candy's inception, by the way. Mm. Uh, that is why. And I, I imagine it's chewy. Um, again, I have never had a Charleston Chew. Now, with that said, as as ambassadors of the Charleston Chew to the UK, if Charleston <laughs> Chew wants to uh, sponsor us. What we need to do is just like throw Charleston Chew like pictures all throughout the the different video uh, mm-hmm. uh, elements of this show. Um, you I remember, do have you here- remember how when in uh, Back to the Futurama we made a sound clip of you going "Widow's Walk." <laughs> we'll just need to get that for Charleston Chew, and it'll be fine. Yeah. Um, okay, so i i did I did pull up. Uh, I I just want to point out that the Charleston Chew seems to be owned by Tootsie Roll now, which is a wild thing to say. Um, but uh, uh, it's called an American favorite chewy flavored nougat wrapped in a rich chocolatey coating. Um, so it's chewy nougat chocolate. Wonderful. Uh, there's apparently also a uh, what seems to be a vanilla uh, a, a version of it in a big bar. Don't know how big that is, but we'll see. Uh, so anyways, I, I wanted to get that out of the way now because uh, it's not often you get to do two Charleston Chew related emails uh, in a row. So now that we have talked about uh, Charleston Chews yet again, thanks, yeah, this, thanks this, for the this email, is, Ella. This has uh, been I, the Charleston <laughs> Chew update. I got that email and I cackled. It was great. Um, let's talk about Community Season 6, Episode 13, Emotional Consequences of Broadcast Television. It is the final episode. Um, Mm -hmm. As Leonard says at the very beginning of this, school's out, bitches. Also, to be just just in that moment, to be Leonard and being like, it's over like that. He's getting high fives. People are like smiling and jumping and laughing. Oh, could you imagine to be Leonard in that moment? Uh, Hashtag goals. Um, Hashtag goals. I agree. Leonard. Uh, yeah, I was going to say he's an achiever. He has been at Greendale Community College since uh, the 70s. So maybe maybe he's well, he does have a successful YouTube channel where he reviews food. Sure. Yes. So that sounds he, pretty great. But he also knows the cadences of Greendale at this point. He knows when the last day of school is to let everybody know they didn't know they might have known. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so the, generally, they publish calendars for those kind of things. The Save Greendale committee is having its final meeting because the Save Greendale committee committee is going to be no more due to the fact that Greendale is done being saved. Uh, right. So they they all come up with their own names for the the committee, uh, including the accomplishers, the obsoletist, Stephen King's dream catchers, Susan, and of course, nipple dippers. I I do want to point out, of course, Jeff loves nipple dippers. Abed buys nippledippers.com, uh, which, uh, which I did verify. <laughs> I did verify someone does own nippledippers.com. I cannot buy it. There's nothing on sure. nippledippers.com, though. That's that it feels like a missed a missed opportunity here. Like you you don't buy you don't buy neptunianmillhouse.com and not have it redirect to something. Uh-huh. Cool Abed Films probably has a as a website. Just put it onto that. In fairness, I did own the domain sexandlasers.com for many years without actually having a website for it. Now you can actually go to sexandlasers.com and it's just a web page that says sex and lasers. See, that's, sometimes that's all you need. Uh so you know. Anyways, I I I tried uh I tried to get nippledippers.com. I it would have been uh I would have been very surprised if some community fan out there let that one lapse and no other yeah. community fan was like, "All right, I'm going to take up it, that mantle." I I almost want to say that it feels like a uh uh, a missed opportunity by the uh, you you sh- they should have bought it and like had some kind of like funny Abed picture on there or something. I imagine they probably owned it. Um, oh, I, that's I know true. they might have I know, lapse. Uh, I was watching last week tonight, um, some time ago because it's been not airing since the writers' strike. But sure. um, John Oliver did mention in his monologue that every time. They, and, you know, for all I know, it's a joke, but uh, it makes sense that it's a thing they need to do. But he's like, anytime I make up a random fucking website, we need to we need to buy the domain name for it because. Uh, sure. Uh, or else it just gets redirected to porn. Exactly. So um, so every or time worse. he he comes up with a, a bizarre uh, domain name, they have to buy it. So I imagine you probably do this. You don't just drop nippledippers.com into an episode of Community and then not buy it. Because, of course, That's everyone fair. everyone's going to watch Who that episode. It? Go to nippledippers.com. And then, you know, of course, it's going to be a porn site. Nipples right in the name. I know it's right. Or alternatively, it's a food, a food, a food stuff. You dip, you get little, little chocolate nipples. You dip them into something, and then you eat the chocolate nipples. Okay. It's like a fun dip, but with nipples. But funner because <laughs> but it's nipples. Funner dip. Um. Uh, they are all going to go to Britta's bar after the uh, the the end of this meeting. Um, nipple nipple dippers drink for free, and Frankie does say, "I'll pay for my drinks because I'm not acknowledging that name." Um, Come on, Frankie, commit to the bit. There's a lot of things to love about Frankie. Committing to the bit is not one of them. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Now, I mean, Paget you know, Brewster. Yes. Well, fair. okay. I do take that back because she yeah, does Frankie play the steel drums does. in that sci-fi yes. movie. She commits. Yes. 
I'll give she her that to, much. And, okay. and also there are parts of this episode that they do commit to, or she does commit to as well. Like, uh, not to spoil it, but at the end, everybody is kind of like visualizing their own thing. And they're like, and she's like, you can watch, it pans over her and she's just like, yeah. Which is very funny. So they they go to, um, they're, they're getting up to go to the bar and uh, Elroy's like, well, not me. I got to go get on the road to California. Got me a job through LinkedIn. I got a job through LinkedIn. What? That's crazy. People use LinkedIn? No. LinkedIn hired me to help figure out why people don't use it. I will tell you why I don't use it. And it's because okay. every two to three weeks, they would send me an email being like, hey, do you know this former boss of yours that you hate? And your ex-girlfriend are both on LinkedIn and you can be friends with them. Here you go. Uh, every three weeks. So I was just like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good not <laughs> rekindling those uh, those uh, professional sure. relationships. And um, thanks for that. It's funny. I have definitely gotten jobs through, you know, po- you know, switching to open to work before. So I'm like, I'll use LinkedIn if it keeps getting me jobs. Um so yeah, it's just very funny for me to think like have gotten jobs off of LinkedIn and being like, well, here's the punchline. And also, I mean, I guess good job, Elroy, you did it. I mean, I'm in tech support, so mostly I've gotten, hey, Ben, are you interested in working for $14 an hour tier two on-call tech support? And I'm like, no, thanks. I'm good. Fair. Um, uh, Laura in the chat has g- given a incredible uh intro to a story friend had a former hookup hit her up on linkedin which um that's it that's the horror story of linkedin that's uh-huh. linkedin is for people to be very like you know milk toast it's like i've got this new certification look i Not, saw what's up ladies and I apologize because I apparently cannot stop telling people uh, what they call posts on Blue Sky. But as a, as a Blue Sky <laughs> user now, um, they're, they're called skeets. And I saw a skeet the other day that got re-skeeted. I fucking hate that it's called skeets. I fucking hate it. I hate it. I just want to let you know desperately that I hate it. I've said it multiple times on my recorded track here, but I do hate it. Because again, Superman, you know, like the whole Superman Soldier Boy thing. It's like it's in that song. Yeah, no, I agree. It is the dumbest term. Um, but okay, I'm glad we agree. <laughs> um, I I saw, uh, I I saw a skeet that was reskeeted. Uh, that was like any, I fucking any- hate reskeeted. I'm sorry. I don't mean to keep relitigating the same things, but goddamn, that sucks. The rest of this podcast is just me trying to finish this anecdote and then Mike being like, hold on, I'm sorry. Skeets are the dumbest skeet that ever skeeted. <laughs> so this this post was reposted uh, that was like, any app can be a dating app if you have no shame. And so um, apparently Fair. LinkedIn can be a dating app if you have no shame. You just slide into their professional DMs professionally. Yeah. I, I don't like sometimes you have to pay money to send an in-mail to somebody. That just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pay three bucks so I can try to get that booty. 
Elroy has a job. He's leaving for California. He's also um, got a an old uh, crush from high school who recently got divorced. So he might be trying to use LinkedIn as a dating app pretty soon here, or try to make <laughs> a three D model of her naked for a video that's game. That's true. That is that is something Elroy has done in the past. So you know, good callback. So um, that and they're like, well, Elroy, uh, you coming back? And he's like, hmm, I think so. Probably. Maybe. Have a great summer. And that sort of sends everyone on this like weird, uh, I don't know, this weird uh, um, spiral about like yeah. what the what the future has in store. Um, sure. Because they they go to the Vatican, uh, which, of course, starts with a billiards shot, which Abed does point out. And he's absolutely yep, he right. Sure does. Every time you need a bar scene, you start out with someone playing billiards. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a tone setter, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you, you know, where, where, what bar do you go to that doesn't have a pool machine somebody's act... Or pool machine. Pool table that somebody is actively playing. Yeah, I don't know why I said pool machine. That's wild. They, they toast to six years, which, you know, six years is... Um, a lot to do anything. We've been podcasting, Mike, for six and a half years, believe it or not. <laughs> Amazing. Six and a half years and a movie. And because if anybody, if anyone wants to make a movie based on the two of us dinguses, I don't know what's <laughs> wrong with you, but I'll do it. We'll have to kickstart our own movie. <laughs> uh, go to kickstarter.com slash uh, two dinguses make a movie <laughs> dot biz. So dot biz. They are, they toast to six years and they, they are like, well, hey, where, where is Annie? She had an interview for an internship. And so we find out, I I think I'm skipping over some stuff here. Like Britta pretends to be Elroy for a little bit, which is kind of weird. Okay. Ask me if I'm coming back. Uh, Are you coming back? Yeah, probably. Maybe. I mean, what was that, right? They talk about doing yeah. the Irish goodbye. It's 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 really difficult to kind of think through this one because it's so much. This is how everybody sees how the group should be the next year. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really tough to kind of get the through line until we really get um, Jeff's storyline, where it's this this episode is about Jeff, even though it's about the whole group like moving on to the next stage. Uh, but it's it's a lot about Jeff and his, you know, uh, his fear of being abandoned and left at the school while everybody off go, goes off and does other things. Cause sure. I mean, I, I think that's fitting, though, because it sort of started off about Jeff. Like, I totally it, agree. Yeah, it became a show about this study group, uh, about this study group becoming a community. Okay. And Whoa, and he says it again in this episode. So to mostly redheaded, um, uh, pretty women. <laughs> uh huh. Um, that's quite a community. So it did start out with him. Very homogenous. You know, it was very much about him. He he was this disgraced lawyer. He was trying to get his his degree so he could go back to being a a non disgraced lawyer, and um, also wants to hook up with Britta. And you know, so it it really starts off very Jeff centric and. I think it it makes a lot of sense that it comes back to being very Jeff centric, particularly because, um, you know, when you read uh, uh, Dan Harmon talking about uh, the sort of the the creation of the show, like he is in a lot of ways 
you know, kind of a, a Jeff stand in because sure. he was like, yeah, I went to the, I was I was going to this community college and uh, I met a bunch of weirdos there and like that that left an impression on me. And so in that way, Jeff is sort of the the stand in for uh, Dan Harmon. Right. And so it's sort of coming back to being about Jeff uh, as, you know, you, your show, Dan Harmon's show is coming to an end. I think that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. And, and it also fits Harmon's kind of circle of, you know, you kind of looking at the entire show as Jeff going through his circle and coming to where he is now, having learned something or mm-hmm. gained something. Abed's talking about like, you know, seasons. It's like six seasons or, you know, uh, not years, but seasons. And Frankie sort of indulges that. And she's like, well, uh, you know, what happens in season season seven? It's like, well, I don't think it's very likely. What show ever peaked after season six? Which, of course, you know, The Simpsons, Friends, uh, South Park. um, Yeah. But none it, of those it, I, were hemorrhaging characters every season. To which the dean is like, hemorrhaging. I don't like that. And Frankie's like, I'll do something about that. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, some of those like r- weird cutaways or kind of like asides are very funny in this episode. Uh, but we do kind of get uh, Abed indicating the formula of a beginning of a community episode. Because there's a discussion about like, well, what is the formula of, of us? Mm-hmm. And it's 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 very funny and kind of like everything is kind of a placeholder and stuff like that. But it is base. It feels a little much uh, too much like the writers making jokes about how they write an episode of Community. Well, I mean, it's also you know, and and I think we'll get a lot more in this uh, into in when we start talking about grades. But sure, I think the interesting thing about doing a TV show that's about TV shows. Yeah. Uh, which community is in the fact that it's meta, not in the fact that they are actually making a TV show. It's not like 30 right, Rock, for example. It's not like 30 um, Rock or Sports Night or something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, uh, or even about making a radio show like... Uh, News shit. Radio? News Radio. Mm-hmm. I, I am amazed that I got there first. <laughs> I... I loved I loved watching news radio. Um, it's a little hard to go back to these days with everyone in that show. Who, who is is that? Who who's all in that show? Oh oh my oh my oh okay. <laughs> uh, yeah uh, news most, news mostly I saw Phil Hartman and then Joe Rogan and I was like yeah, oh it's, it's so on the plus side you've got. Phil Hartman. Uh, oh, Andy Dick, too. Excellent. Good. You've got Dave Foley. You've got Stephen sure. Root. Love yeah, them. Yeah. They're great. Love Stephen Root. On the other side, you've got Andy Dick. You've got Joe Rogan. So, rough. you know, it's it's a, it's a bit rough, um, you know. And then plus the fact that, like, th- Phil Hartman was literally doing that show uh, when he died. So like they have, they eventually get to an episode that's like, Hey dude, remember how Phil Hartman died well before his time because he was murdered by his wife? Like, cool. Yeah. Fucking wild. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. So, okay. So wild. news radio podcast. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh, oh God. No. Oh man. I do not have the emotional availability for that. I do not want to be a person on the internet talking that much about Joe Rogan. Thank you. So, um, <laughs> 
Even this much is too much. Exactly. We'll see how much of this makes it in the final cut. So uh, enjoy live listeners. So, yeah, but I I do think, boy, I got really sidetracked there. Uh, I do think the thing about doing a TV show that is in some way about doing a TV show is that there are a lot of tropes that kind of go into a TV show finale Um, and you can really sit down and break uh, a lot of the fourth wall in that and kind of go into like how, how you actually wrap up a TV show. Because like when you actually get to go out on your own terms and you get to make a finale and you don't just end on a cliffhanger because oops, you got canceled three seasons in, um, when you actually get to do that, there's a lot of sort of emotion that goes into that. And you get to be really honest about what it means, not only for, you know, in real life, you, you know, you move on, you people relocate, people start families, um, they get new jobs, yeah, you know, whatever. But it is also the end of a show for the people making that show. Absolutely true. And so you get to really kind of uh, indulge in that you get to break the fourth wall on that um and you know i think i think that's really poetic in a lot of ways because like the the last episode of 30 rock for example i don't think it's like the best episode of television but every time i watch it i'm just like yeah dude like that feels that feels real fine like it's it's a finale it's good it's like sure you know you you get this this sort of closure but it's also, like I said, it's closure for the people making the show at the same. It's I don't know. It's really weird. Um, I get what you're saying, you know, especially as somebody who has, you know, like mm-hmm. if on a on a much uh, uh, smaller scale, like being part of a stage musical. Like you've been doing this for, you know, you've been running parts of it or full thing for months, and then you finally have your final performance, and mm-hmm. you 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 do your bow, and you kind of walk off stage and being like, I'm not going to do this again. <laughs> because right. this this musical has finished it is run and yes it's high school but it's still a, a similar concept of like i am not going to do this again in my life fortunately with you know uh community there they are going to be able to do it again um look for in in multiple years from now look at our next episode um <laughs> but you know like i totally get the uh, especially you know uh no not knowing whether or not you're coming back for you know every season after probably the first one of being like i don't know if we're coming back to this uh especially with how harman you know left or was we'll call it left and then came back i'm assuming yeah i'm assuming that you know like there are like portions of that. That's like, yes, this is the, this is the, a sad day because we're not going to be able to work with these people or, you know, the, the day that, you know, Troy left or Yvette, uh, uh, Shirley left or, or things like that. Like, you know, hemorrhaging characters. And I think it's just, you're, you're right that that's, it's, it's really interesting. And we do get to see Shirley again in this episode, Mm -hmm. even if it is a, you know, a cameo, but I'm sure that was really cathartic for her as well to come back, uh, for Yvette to come back and like be able to do jokes with the group again. Um, mm-hmm. so yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying. And I think it, it, this one really leans into that kind of meta-ness and saying like, 
these are not only did we really enjoy doing this because of the comedy, but we enjoyed each other and we want to be around each other. And that's a sad thing because it's going away. And you can kind of see that again with Jeff's uh, reaction to it of like, I'm not going to see these people again because I'm going to be left here and everybody else is right. going to move on. Um, so, uh, but yeah, so this, this forms the sort of conceit of the episode uh we get a lot of uh quote unquote pitches for season seven right. um where it just cuts to the end of the community theme song with the little <laughs> which is, cootie catcher yeah and, which is always um, which is always funny especially when it speeds up once it, uh-huh. it, like once it speeds up once it's replaced by uh like well so something it, it's sped up for Go chang all right and then Britta's is like this like <laughs> Down and out, folk, apocalyptic. Like, yeah. I can't count the reasons I should stay. <laughs> I can't count the reasons I should stay. One by one, they all just fade away. It's very good. It's and very. Frankie's brutal. is like an orchestral one. You get a little play on that. It, this episode does a lot of what community is sort of best at, I think, where it's sort of like, okay, here's the premise. Now we're just going to yes and ourselves repeatedly for the next. Right. It's yes, yes, and sturbation. Yeah, um, it does. I, I wrote this in my notes uh, verbatim, but like it makes sense to say this now. This episode really feels like a joke in the writer's room that got way out of hand. Like just uh, wildly out of hand. Uh-huh. Yeah, in the chat, uh, Br- uh, Britta is is very Leonard Cohen. Uh, oh which, yeah, yeah. Yes, I agree. It's it's very Leonard Cohen. Um, it's which it's, I guess means great. I just did a Leonard Cohen imp- impression. Uh, I thought and it was pretty I good. Apologize to no one. Okay, um, excellent. So, but yeah, so the the whole idea of this episode is they keep kind of pitching uh, their own season sevens. Um, Abed's, like you said, it's very formulaic where it's just like all the characters sitting down at the study table, uh, basically summarizing their role in the in the show. And um, Shirley is there um, because Shirley's back in this in this uh, hypothetical season seven. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, the dean uh, shows up in a diaper, which is a, th- a repeated theme. In these yes, season seven uh, pitches, it, he does ask about it, and people. Uh, I think it's Britta's like they don't want to dress you, and 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 the dean's like, well, it would be nice. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he does. I do want to point out when they decide to be nipple dippers, he does come in after being like yelling, "I didn't wear a single silly outfit," and is wearing pretty much every costume possible it's true we did we did jump right over him wearing every possible costume right and Um, i think it's important we talk about the dean's costumes yes and in this one there's a lot there's a lot but all at once um now that now that we are um i think we've talked about it before but now that we're at the end favorite dean costume oh man the duality of man is just so iconic Duel- like Dualadine of man is, I think, the the quintessential. Um, yeah, the only one I could think of is more because of the his actions during it rather than the actual costume is the um, the peanut bar or the energy bar he sta- he, oh, yeah, he basically he does the does rap, the rap in. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, but it, the costume itself doesn't make that. It's the mm-hmm. rap. It's so really it is. It's got to be the Dualadine of man to me. 
Uh, if you're in the chat, hit us up with uh, what your favorite Dean costume is. There's a lot, and they're all good, is the thing. We got, uh, yeah, the Payday, uh, Donna Reed in season four, uh, also very good. I don't think I don't think there's a bad Dean costume. I don't think yeah, there's I a don't wrong think answer there is. here. I I I, I there, uh, I'll I'll give you one that's a little off the beaten path. Uh, the Tina turning the clocks back, or mm, whichever mm-hmm. one, where he's basically just in in a skin tight uh, <laughs> dress. I don't know how that makes me feel. <laughs> B costume with Stinger in the front. <laughs> that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I love I, yeah, that. I think you're we don't, right. We I don't, don't think there's see a wrong the Stinger answer. on the front, but it's easy to like imagine. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, Laura says, I liked this last one. I kind of want to cosplay it. That would, that would be commitment. It would sure be commitment. Unless you're talking about just the diaper, in which case easy. You got that. No, no problem. I mean, it kind of depends on what you're going for. If it's the diaper. Yes. If it's the everything, Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's a commitment. Um, so yeah, the, uh, Abed gives his pitch for season seven. Um, and, uh, this is um this is where we finally get some f bombs. I was like, we get to swear in this season because yeah. they swear, and then I got really nervous because I'm like, oh no, did I imagine them saying fuck in this? Because we're yeah. we're like halfway through this season and they haven't said it. Yeah, I was I was doing the same. I'm like, they, now Ben didn't Ben didn't lie to me, right? Because just because he wanted to say fuck in a podcast, <laughs> like I, he's got he's got ring my bell for fuck, but like. I'm I'm gonna go with him on this one. Hey, Mike, remember how uh, Community season six has all of that really hardcore pornography in it? Remember that? I'm sure you yeah, do. Sure, I sure do. I'm not gaslighting wait you till, here. Wait, wait till end of season. I'm not sure if Ben was was straight shooting me on that one. Abed, we're not formulas. And if I had no self-awareness, I think I'd know. Things have a certain structure to them, you know? If we stray from it, we're weird. If we stick to it, we're boring. Yeah, but isn't that more about the shape of your brain, Abed? I mean, no offense or anything, but isn't the shape of your brain kind of fucked up? I just, I I kind of wanted more of a moment of, like, reacting to that. Because it is just, like, conversation in a bar. Uh-huh. Of everybody just looking at the day. Like, cause I, we do get like a slight second. I think Frankie's staring at him, but like another shot of just everybody just being like, what the hell <laughs> would have been very funny. It's apparently uh, a Jim rash uh, ad lib. So uh, apparently shit. Uh, from the chat. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do want to point out that when I was, um, when I was like, wait, do they do they say that they do they, do they say fucking this? I did look it up because I was getting very nervous. And uh there was a Reddit go, post. We gotta go back and censor all the old episodes. Let's go. Uh-huh. There was a there was a Reddit post that was like, wait, hold on. Did I just hear the word fuck in a community episode? And I was like, okay, good. Good. First of oh, all, it happened. Yes. Second, I wasn't the only one who went, What? So Ruggy. Uh, so the Dean gives his pitch, um, which, cause he's like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's all kinds of stupid. There's like, you know, Shirley's there. Sure. And then like Elroy's there and you know, why, why stop it too? There's a third black person there. Just kind of sh- sitting in the <laughs> Sure <court. laughs> enough in his pitch in the background, there's just, there's just a, a black man just sitting in the background, just like, um. Just uh, not even doing anything, just sitting there on a stool. Yeah, but you know what? He's 
he's there. Good job, Dean. Um, yeah. And uh, he, if Abed gives sort of a like over, overall sort of stereotype of what everyone's role is in the the series, the Dean cranks that up to eleven um, because like. Britta's just like, yeah, I'm angry and you should vote or don't vote. I don't know. <laughs> it's like just the most broad strokes of who everyone is. And uh, yeah, Elroy and Shirley are uh, in unison saying like, but I'm happy. And I'm happy too. And you, you know, know, hallelujah, hallelujah and church and singing and street wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> uh, you know, church and whatever. I don't, I don't remember what they said. <laughs> it's, I'll throw in a sound clip of it here. It's wildly funny to, to hear them go in unison over basically you know oh they have similar uh, situations it's like no they really do not they really do not uh and then the dean is also there wearing a father time outfit um so another another banger dean outfit yeah it's a good one uh jeff does stand up and take off his shirt and basically <laughs> grab his grab the dean's hand and forcibly puts it on his abs it's very funny Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna propose we do we do some mini grades. Okay. So uh, mini grades. Now, if it's mini grades, should should the pitch be shifted up? Because I it's can't so do small? that on the soundboard. I'll do it in post. <laughs> well, it's fine. Let's do some mini grades. Abed's okay. Abed's season seven premiere. What oh, do you man. think? Oh man, I'm gonna have to remember which one it is. The only one I wrote down was anything about was Brenda's because I was just kind of enjoying them all. Uh, uh, Abed's the very formulaic one. Mm-hmm. Probably wouldn't watch. Unless it was it had been fleshed out, because again, very formulaic. Uh, but but I th- there's again like the scaffolding's there, so mm-hmm. uh, C plus. Okay, yeah, I'll give it a solid C. It's laying down the groundwork for uh, what hopes to be a very solid season seven. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, the the dean's uh, plot. <laughs> That's all you get. Sorry. I know the song. Um, you know. Uh, there's some broad strokes there, but a little bit, a little bit too much uh, on the uh, not having multiple uh, characteristics for black actor actors and actresses. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna have to give it a D. Uh, if it's another season on Yahoo Screen where it's like full episodes, I'm 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 with you. I'm gonna give it a D. Now if it's on a Quibi where I'm standing in line, oh, I'm yeah, standing you, in line at the bites. at the at the subway. Um, yeah, because yeah. I just watched a bunch of community and got real hungry for Subway and I hopped in my Honda CRV I, to go get I some. I am so angry at how often I ate Subway while talking about this show. If I'm standing in line at the Subway and it's just like, yeah. I'm Britta, I'm so angry, you should vote or don't vote. And then Jeff stands up and takes his shirt off and and the dean is there dressed as father time and touches Jeff's abs. And I'm like, sure. Cool. I watched it, and now I can order my Italian BMT. Fantastic. Right. That that I'm is in. a great. That's a great quibby. Uh, a plus. Great quibby. Love that quick a bite quibby. before. Love that quick bite before a subway quick bite of a foot long. Uh, Chang's pitch comes up, and this is the the dialogue makes absolutely no sense. Um, it starts out with them closing a file, and it's like. That includes all oh, notes yeah. and businesses as it pertains to the files. And then um, Ice Cube Head is there and he eats cell oh, phones yes. because they taste like prime rib. And he starts shooting everyone with like giggle beams. And also the Dean shows up in a diaper. 
Yeah. So that's uh, also Chang's. voiced by uh, uh, Justin Roiland. So I you was know, there's that. not going to bring him up, but that's fine. Unfortunately, he's in the episode, so I'm going to go ahead and give that a, 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 you know what? I I feel like if they recast and went with Ice Cube Head and tried to figure out some way he's not just solving everything with his finger guns, Mm -hmm. then probably a D, but it doesn't feel like it's presented for me. Uh, I'm just going to say it. I don't give a fuck. His name was Justin Roiland. Uh, So. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Wonderful. Um, Good job, soundboard. You did it. Um, <laughs> you did it, little buddy. Chang's pitch. I'm gonna give. Uh, I'm I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give a, a D. I don't. I don't think. Okay. I don't like. I think it's too outlandish to be like enjoyable, like as a as a you know samurai cop sort of thing. Like, sure. I don't think it's it's so bad that it comes back around to being good. I think it's just nonsensical. So I'm going to give it a D. I do think you can make the nonsensical work, but it, mm-hmm. it, you, you're you kind of changing. You know, community is not for kids, but you can maybe argue that you can turn Ice Cube Head into the uh, a kid's version of community. Okay. Okay. That's, that is a, that is a toy franchise right there. I'll give you that. Yes, exactly. You, you, you can always be merchandising. D plus for the merchandise. I'll give you that. There you go. The, Jeff is like, you know what? Screw this. I don't want to spend my brief moments of humanity doing conceptual riffs, imagining the conceptual TV show of our lives. And that's when Annie comes in. She is dressed in a suit because she just had her interview. She got it. She's getting an internship at the FBI. She's going to be leaving for D.C. like imminently. I want to point out that the characterization of Jeff not wanting to spend his brief moments of humanity considering theoretical pitches for season seven mm-hmm. means he's more human in that moment than we are right now. I never claimed and to be human, Mike. You know what? Retracted. Uh, so this does, because she comes in, she's like, I got this internship. I'm, I'm going to go to DC. Anyways, what are all you guys doing? And Jeff immediately flips back into like, Oh, we're uh, pitching what if our lives were TV shows and we got season seven because uh, he is suddenly feeling that sting of Annie yeah. leaving. Um, yeah, he's, because, being, he's being abandoned by yet another person. Right, because we've we've talked about this already before and the show's already covered this before where he's just like, one by one, all of you are going to leave and I am going to be stuck here. Uh, and now he's actively seeing it happen. And now, exactly, he's actively seeing it happen. He doesn't even know about the Abed uh, bomb that's going to drop later in this episode yet. I I feel uh, <laughs> there's part of me that's like, you probably shouldn't have said Abed bomb, but that's fine. Why not? Never mind. Let's move on. Abed can't drop bombs. Yep. <laughs> you know what? That was a, uh, you know what? I should have just let it be. <laughs> Jeff then, try, he, he goes from like, I'm going home to, all right, here we go. I'm going to pitch my episode. Yeah, it could have been this, all, Abed Balm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very Boo Werns. <laughs> are, you saying, are you saying bomb or Balm? Yes. <laughs> I'm not the only one getting dunked on in this episode. So Jeff's pitch, uh, he is in the study room. 
with a bunch of other students. And uh, so it's like Todd is there and Leonard's there and Vicky is there. I just want to point out that Todd gets wildly weird in this, in this, even in Jeff's head. He, yeah. Cause like, um, one of the students is like, Hey, you know, question, when can we start the next paintball game? And someone's like, I don't think you can force it. And then Todd's like, Lots of things can be forced, like a human head through a six-inch drain pipe. What? I'm just kidding, pal. Todd gets, uh, remember last episode when we were like, man, what yeah. happened to Todd? Yeah. What happened I mean, to I, Todd? <laughs> well, I know that he, he was portrayed as, a, as an Iraqi war vet, but like at the same time, like you when you got back, you were not like... <laughs> this you he, have, he was you, you, greendale he, has he changed seemed you healthy and happy and then he's neither of those things anymore um <laughs> uh also uh uh scrunch is there uh he's played by seth green and, oh yeah like, this random ass ca- uh, cameo where seth green is it's there so wild wearing uh shade like those yellow shades and like uh bunny ears and he's like yeah, i'm i'm the uh, billionaire who who bought this dump, uh, and I'm I'm the one who cuts your paycheck. So, and Leonard's ripping on Jeff, even in Jeff's own imagination. So it's great uh, up until Leonard has a war flashback about Pearl Harbor. So, because he he's there's a discussion about how many zeros are in the paycheck that Jeff is getting, mm-hmm. um, and it's very. It's it it goes places. Leave it to Leonard to burn you and then go into like a uh, war flashback so you can't even like burn him back. Right. Uh w- again, just like Leonard to do this while also being a figment of your imagination cuz you are you are thinking about this is an anxiety dream that you're having while waking. They're like, "Look, it's not it's your job to work. It's our job to party and eventually we'll all leave as well." Uh, and then this is actually when Annie's like, well, what were you guys doing? Uh, I was ahead of that. I just got to that in gotcha. my notes. And then Jeff's like, oh, we were looking for ways to make season seven work. So he comes up with a whole new pitch. Sure. Do because we do we grade do we grade the Leonard and Scrunch pitch? I because I think there might be something there. <laughs> it's not an official. It's not an official pitch because it's in his own head. But you know what? That's fair. Let's do it. So. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to give it a, a solid B. Uh, okay. Leonard, Leonard really carries it for me here. Um, sure. I mean, I'd, I'd watch a show just about Leonard. Let's be real. Fair. Um, I so. would say, I, I honestly think that's, that this could be an A minus A level. Oh, okay. Cause you've got, okay. you've got a whole new, like, yes, you've got, you, you do have, uh, you know, you've got the whole, um, you know, say by the bell, the new bunch or whatever. You know, you've got mm-hmm. a new class that, you know, pe- or or you've got this the last season of Scrubs situation uh-huh, where uh-huh. you've still got the teacher and then new people. But these are not most of these are not new people. They are already existing, but they're getting bumped up to, you know, top mm-hmm. flight, except for Scrunch again by Seth Green, who I can't imagine would be but occasional uh, appearances, if at all. It's I mean, like, it's oh, hey, Scrunch. It's community season seven on failing Yahoo screen. So I don't think they've got bring Seth Green in every episode money. So, yeah, yeah I they think have it. They have it. Make Jeff look like he's talking on a phone to scrunch. Uh-huh, uh-huh. 
Um, but yeah, I I think there's there's something there, and I would give it a, I would give it a a minus. Okay, uh, Jeff then comes up with his new pitch, where he comes in with a leather jacket. Annie is commuting from the FBI, so from Northern you know, Virginia all the way to Colorado daily. Daily, Annie's like, man, this this commute's really rough. You know, being with you guys is great, but why is this a good choice for me? Why doesn't the audience feel sorry for me? Uh, and then that's when the dean comes in and he's like, hey, uh, Britta's parents have been murdered. The police aren't going <laughs> to touch this one because they're calling it a double suicide. <laughs> I I love I love the fact that Jeff's like, well, the only way to keep Annie around is to kill Britta's parents. And to which Britta is like, wait, the only thing that you want to keep us together is my parents being dead? You know that Which is um, very funny to me. You know that that uh, supposed uh, psychopath test where you're like a woman meets a a man, the man of her dreams at a funeral, but didn't get his number. Uh, she wants to contact him. How does she do it? Uh, she kills because it's her like sister's funeral, so she Got kills it. her mother or whatever because like <laughs> she assumes it's the friend of the family. Um, and if you if you get the right answer, you're supposedly a psychopath. This is Jeff's version of that, where he's like, <laughs> yeah. how do I keep Annie around? Murder Britta's parents. Yeah, I, I do. I do love how specific it is. It is Britta's parents. And it was the police are calling it a double suicide as instead of, you know, mm-hmm. a murder. And this is why Annie needs to stay as a FBI intern. We do get a little throwback to the ass crack bandit because, um, you know, that's true. He, Jeff, Jeff, in explaining his uh, his thing, he's like, uh, you know, there's always going to be a need for law at Greendale. You remember the ass crack bandit? And Annie is a little she's a little sus here. You're proposing a version of the show in which Annie comes back and it hinges on the murder of my parents. It's a placeholder. I'm just saying there's always going to be a need for law at Greendale. You remember the Ask Craig Bandit? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Do I remember? I mean, doesn't everybody? <laughs> Could have been anybody. Yeah, she's, she's like, a little over the top and like, uh-huh. ah. <laughs> I mean, we all, t- we all, t- we all do. I sure, I sure do. Annie, the Ask Craig Bandit? Maybe. Maybe. Probably. Possibly. Maybe. Maybe. Britta gives her pitch now. This is where we get the uh, the Leonard Cohen sort of version of the theme song. They're all on like a school on an oil rig or prison yeah. or something. Well, they, they moved the school out. To, at least they suggest that they moved the school out to international waters. So instead of being terrorists, they're just war now. Yeah, they're, they're just, just a nation. With someone. I'm sorry, Mike. I guess this is just this is fucking war because she also drops the f bomb here. Right, right. Because it it's is like second word. Jim Rash gets to say it. I want to fucking say it. You are allowed to call us terrorists before we move to international waters, but we're a nation now, so I guess this is fucking war. Uh, Jim Rash can't be the only fucking one to say fuck. Come on. Of all the people to say it, Jim Rash and not Britta. So yeah, in her vision, they're out on this like oil rig in international waters, but it's still Greendale. Um, And then they're all sitting at the table and they all have phones in front of them and they're (laughs) just on them. And it's very funny to me. And then the, the, the Dean comes in uh, wearing a a, like nice uh, dress suit. And, and he's just like, uh, look, 
I'm not a joke anymore. I'm strictly transgender. I'm not all this other stuff. I represent the transgender community, and that's a real thing. Uh, oh, uh, from the chat, they were going to bleep Britta's, but after Rash's perfect drop, they kept hers. So there you go. Yeah. Jim Rash opening doors for the fuck. Opening, for the fuck word. Opening, do- opening doors okay. for fucking. This is why he should have come on this podcast. Um, Absolutely. He's still absolutely welcome we will reopen the doors uh we will we will clear out any cobwebs uh-huh. if jim rash wants to if come he in wants, he should be a guest on our futurama podcast for no reason <laughs> so jim jim rash i just want to, well, welcome back to the show i just do want to ask you what your favorite episode of futurama is you've never seen it now, now that's very disappointing jim rash considering this is a futurama podcast uh-huh the dean is like, I'm sorry, all this other stuff? Okay, glad to be of service, Britta. I want my diaper back. And Frankie says, I don't even own a TV, and I wouldn't watch that. But now, Mike, it's time for mini grades. So I'm going to say, I'm going to say this. that this I is. I love the fact that we made this bit. It's so good. I'm going to say that this is a C plus. Because. Okay. I think it's bad, but I want to know sure. where it goes. Like it, it has me on the hook because we've yeah. got the oil rig. Uh, yeah. They're declaring war on right. somebody, uh, or de- war has been declared on or them, be- or being declared upon. Yeah, the dean is now transgender, and um, and apparently like, that's it. And apparently that's it. There's a lot that has happened. And like, I want to know how we got there. And I want to know where, where we're going. Yeah. I don't expect yeah, yeah, it to be fair. good. But you've got me on yeah, the yeah. hook, Britta. You've got me on the hook. So I'm going to say C+. Um, I'm going to... I think... I think the 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 letter grades kind of fail me a little bit here because the first thing that comes to my mind is the flop house grading uh, of okay. good bad 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 movie you kind of like this feels like a good bad to me like it's gonna be poorly made uh, poorly thought out but kind of interesting throughout so I think probably a C C plus is kind of the same same way like clearly it doesn't like moving the Greendale library onto some kind of oil rig thing to get to international water so that their own nation is a very bizarre and mm-hmm, kind of amazing mm-hmm. premise. I do want to see how they got there and where you're going. Similar to you. Like very, mm-hmm, I think we're on mm-hmm. the same page here. It's just wild enough to be very interesting for maybe a season of television. So Frankie says that it can't be that complicated. So she gives her pitch, which has the orchestral theme Everybody is acting extremely robotic um, where they are not moving until they speak and they speak in in just very like point of fact uh, sentences with minimal inflection. Hello. 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 How's everyone? Hello. I have. We could learn about science or history. It's set in a school after all. Why aren't we learning? I do like that uh, Chang is there and um, he just leans over and farts and then says, and so on. <laughs> it's the best, best bit of the episode uh-huh. or the, uh, the, the of Frankie's pitch. episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. of Frankie's episode, which we will now grade. I'm going to, I'm going to say that this is a D minus Chang does make it yeah. enjoyable. I'm not, I'm not interested in it though. There's no, yeah. there's nothing happening here. 
Right. There's, I, I agree with you. There's no dynamism. There's nothing mm-hmm. dynamic happening except for, again, Chang and so on. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a D plus. Uh, and Frankie admits, okay, it's possible there's more skill to it than I thought. Um, so, you know, we, we support the writer's strike is what I'm trying to say. Here. Yes. Agreed. Um, I, I didn't realize that was where you were <laughs> ramping up to get to, but I'm neither, into it. Neither did I. Um, <laughs> but hashtag get it. Um, Abed says, okay, well, that's not what TV is, though. It has to be joyful, effortless, and fun. TV defeats its own purpose when it's pushing an agenda or trying to defeat other TV or being proud or ashamed of itself for existing. It's comfort. It's a friend you've known for so long that you just let it be with you. And it needs to be okay to for it. It needs to be okay with it to have a bad day or phone in a day or to get on a boat with LeVar Burton and never come back because eventually yeah. it all will. Yeah, and there, there's, there's, there's a moment there where Abed there's, there's it, it, the kind of wound that was created when Troy mm-hmm. left is, is kind of re like it's been buried over or like covered over, but like it becomes a little raw in this moment. Uh, to which Britta is crying and Abed kind of puts her hand on her shoulders like, I'm okay. Uh, I mean, Britta sh- starts sobbing because she's, she made the biggest mistake of all, the classic mistake. But she got really attached to her pitch. It had a soundtrack and everything. Um, but this is kind of what I was talking about where it's like Abed kind of being the like um, middleman for like the meta the meta man yeah in the middle where um i mean i was going to compare it to networking and call him the dmz but that's fine um he's uh he's he's that he's the guy in the middle where like he gets to be our meta proxy for yeah what's happening in the show and and him talking sort of directly to us and so i feel like him giving that speech it's it's very um it's very poetic in that it is that is as much for the characters in the show as it is to kind of be like hey we've we've all had a lot of fun here and like we weren't always perfect and uh you know yeah. but like we 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 did sit we put in a solid six seasons and and we loved it and sometimes it sucked and sometimes it was great, but like, that's what TV is. Um, yeah, that's true. So, um, Jeff gives, uh, what he, ca- he calls an effortless pitch. Um, because like, you know, he's like, oh, TV doesn't require that much effort. So in this pitch, everyone is now teaching at Greendale. Abed teaches TV appreciation. Britta is the school shrink. So she can wear these glasses every episode. She does look good um, in the glasses. Everyone says, you look super hot in them. And uh, Frankie does point out, by the way, I'm a lesbian. That's why I haven't hit on Jeff. Annie now teaches criminology, uh, but it's the original Annie. But she's grown up and hot, but not little girl hot. So, you know. Which is its own thing to unpack. <laughs> there's, I mean, uh, there's been a lot of stuff to unpack regarding... Annie and her sexuality on this show. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, also, and Jeff. There's a lot to unpack with Jeff. And, and also with Jeff. Um, uh, then uh, the Jeff, the Jeff, the Dean. The the Jeff. Jeff, Jeff comes in as the Dean. He's the new Dean. New uh, Dean. He's the, he's the Dean, and he and Craig Pelton is going to Dean class so he can be a better Who, Dean. Jeff does refer to 
to Craig Pelton as Dean, you're supposed to be in Dean school. So it's very funny. Like almost like Dean is kind of his name now. Uh-huh. Jeff is also in a like pinstripe suit and he's got a wide ass tie. His tie was, it was like a four inch wide tie easily. Um, why, I, I, why is wh- he in such a wide tie? Those have not been in style in decades. And I would think Jeff would know that, but it's his pitch. <laughs> It's very funny to me because I 100% did not even clock the tie. I was like, oh, cool suit. All right, focus. Go on, go back. Focus on Dean Pelton. We don't we don't have time to do it real time here, but go back yeah. and look at that tie and tell me it's I, not a I white will. ass tie. <laughs> I'm sure you're right. Here's the thing. I, I'm sure you're right. A hundred, if, if there's a person who I trust about ties, it's you. But I just 100% didn't clock it in the slightest. Uh, And then they all do a group hug. And then um, back in reality, uh, Dean Pelton is like, so in this version, would you tell me what to do a lot? So um, it very much feels like this is this is an A plus in the Dean's mind. In the Dean's mind. But for us, um, I'm going to say that for this one, uh, it's it's like a D. It is. It's it's classic, like a show has gone on for too long and it just doesn't know what to do anymore, but ap- try to appease fans. Um, OK, it's like sort of aimless, but also just like, I don't know, fans would love it if uh, Annie was sexy, but like in an acceptably sexy way. And also uh, Jeff gets to be the dean now and so it's it's kind of all over the place, but it feels it feels like that. Oh, man, uh, I don't sure. know where uh, season 20 of The Simpsons, I guess. What do what do people like? We'll just do it. Right. Don't have a cow, man. And then now Bart has a cow, uh-huh. man. You know, it's funny. I you, you start that. And and I was a little shocked by your grade, uh, to be honest with you. Um, but I actually I do agree with you. Like, it's. It is hackneyed and it is like it very much is Scrubs season nine mm-hmm. or season whichever season it was. Right. I don't remember the last the one. Mm-hmm. The last one. The the one that no one likes. <laughs> but at the same time, with these characters and with these act a- actors and actresses, I'm kind of into it. And I think that there's some interesting, you know, dynamics of now Jeff's the dean, so he is actually in charge, uh, versus kind of in charge as okay. as like the leader of the study group that I think that there's a, there's certainly some interesting things to do there and there's you know how does how does Abed have the conversation of maybe there is uh, another person like Abed in one of his classes like he was in the uh who's the boss class where he is challenging mm-hmm, the professor mm-hmm. and the professor's like I no one's the boss you know whatever um, and like that, there are some storylines I can definitely see going through, but I do see that you, I do think you're right. And that it is kind of like, well, we need to keep them in this space. How do we do that? Well, clearly they have to go from, you know, students to teachers, teachers to administrators, et cetera. So, but at the same time, I, I could see that working well in this case. So I probably give it a B in the episode though. Um, in, in their reality, Jeff tells this this story and everyone's kind of like, yeah, like that would be nice. Um, and then he's like, all right, well, how do we make it real? And he immediately is like, Annie, you should look into like uh, learning, learning how to teach. And um, and then Abed uh, is like, uh, well, 
you know, that'd be nice, but I, we can't because I'm going, I'm moving to LA. Uh, I got a job as a PA on a Fox show set in a video game studio. And then uh, in my notes, I literally have in parentheses, Mythic Quest? <laughs> yeah. Um, that, that, that did feel like a reference <laughs> to that. A reference to that as a called shot. Right. Because it like, is a called shot, except for the fact that it's uh, uh, Fox and not Apple. Right. Um, hey, Yahoo screen was failing. Who could have seen that Apple would have had a fucking uh, TV? Uh, like... And, and if someone and, called like, that shot, I would be like, "Oh shit, are you a time traveler?" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> are, yes, exactly. Like, I, I, I want to follow you into the breach because you know what's going on. Uh, anyways, he says it's like Thirty Rock meets IT Crowd uh, meets well me. I'm growing up, and then they're like, "But you're coming back, right?" And he says, "Maybe, probably, maybe." It's very good. He's, you know, he's uh, talking about like, well, you know, TV's TV rules aren't based on common sense. They're based on media companies wanting to milk their properties dry, which accurate, Uh, because, again, this is this is sort of that like we're going to be meta about like we're a TV show that's ending, but we got to do it and we're not just going to milk this until it's it's dry. So and there is also some anti Marvel uh, sentiment later on in the episode, Uh which is uh kind of. Walking down the same path. <laughs> uh, Jeff has another quick new pitch where he's just strangling a bunch of Abeds. Um, F. Uh, yeah, F. Not even as a quibby. Um, and then there's, no, there's 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 no movement. Like yes, there's mm-hmm. movement as one gets strangled, but like it's just it's just not compelling. Uh, Chang. Does fart and then says, and so on. So apparently Frankie wasn't so far off. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like that's Chang enjoying Frankie's pitch. Uh-huh. It's like, yeah, okay. He was I'll the best that. part of that pitch. So, you know, really, really yeah, just yeah. lean into it. Yeah, Jeff, might as well. Jeff gets up and leaves. He goes back to Greendale. He is standing in the study room looking at uh, the table mark two. Mm-hmm. Um, and he imagines his own little scenario where he comes home to Annie uh, and Annie has had a, you know, her own day, uh, and, uh, they have a son named Sebastian who did some drawings. Uh, we get a vi- brief glimpse of him until back to your child area, which was, um, very good. <laughs> which is so funny to me. And then, um. Cause, cause Sebastian's just like, okay. <laughs> right. Turns around and right back. Is very good. Uh, it's such Annie's a wonderful like, little little gag. Annie in Jeff's mind is like, "Is this what you really want?" Uh, he says, "Well, I'd be fine with a dog too, but whatever you want." She says, "Do you know what I want?" And then he kind of doesn't. Um, uh, oh, it was uh, Chris McKenna's kid as Sebastian. Um, I, I I love getting like additional context in the the chat on this. You, one. this is usually fun. usually it has to be tweeted you, at, at us after the episode <laughs> after exactly. I've made a, after well, I've stuck my whole foot in my mouth. Um, oh yes, so no, so now we're getting pre mouth foot. Wait, <laughs> so I'm not. I'm just. I'm just gonna. Wait, I'm, I'm doing no, it now. Don't don't be don't be sorry. It's good context because like we're just two dinguses who 
uh, want to make, make weird dick jokes and yeah, frame yeah. it around a community <laughs> podcast. <laughs> um, or, or upcoming, a Futurama podcast. Ooh, yeah, pop-up podcast. Remember pop-up video? Oh, it ruled. It I was the best. pop-up I, video. I loved pop-up. Like... It was so because you'd just be watching like whatever. Here's an here's a Backstreet Boys video. Yeah, yeah. And you'd just be like, yeah, yeah. And then like yeah, yeah. it would be oh, like, shit, that would, you nailed it. It would be like uh, the Backstreet Boys are actually not from a Backstreet. <laughs> I feel like I remember watching a pop up video and they were doing Weird Al. Uh, so just mark that on the board for uh, uh, Good Morning Greendale Bingo. Uh, and, and it was the uh, Eat It episode, or I, I, the Eat It uh, mm-hmm. video, and it would like pop in occasionally with like, and, and Michael Jackson wanted him to use the same set or whatever. So I just, I, 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 I love pop-up video. I wish we had it back. I also wish we had more music videos. They're, they ruled. They did. Remember when those were on TV? Remember oh. when you had cable? Um, so... What... what? <laughs> I feel like there are some people in, in, in that that will listen to this and be like, "What the hell are they talking about?" And that will be the sign that I am old. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Remember when we were hanging out with our younger than us friend the other day who said that uh, she has never used a floppy disk in her life, and <laughs> literally everyone in the room, yeah, was, everyone died a little bit. We we all did the Saving Private Ryan gif uh, <laughs> at the same yes. time. It was it was fucking rough. That was rough. It dude. was rough. Um, so, uh, anyways, back in reality, Annie comes in and she's like, "You left weirdly," and uh, they they have some sort of uh, emotional dialogue here because Jeff is is like, um, you know, he's like, uh. <laughs> Yeah, right? Flo- I've never used a floppy disk. Cool. All right. Uh, just fucking murder me now. My bones have turned to like, dust. Great. Yeah, lower Love me it. into my... Go ahead and just lower me into my casket and put me in the ground. Yeah, Annie's like, look, you know, you're going to be fine. And Jeff says... I want to be fine. I want to be 25 and heading out into the world. I want to fall asleep on a beach and be able to walk the next day or stay up all night on accident. I want to wear a white t-shirt without looking like I forgot to get dressed. I want to be terrified of AIDS. I want to have an opinion about those boring ass Marvel movies. And I want those opinions to be of any concern to the people making them. I love how <laughs> it's the two of them alone in sure. this room. And every time they badmouth Marvel movies, they look around like they're about to be arrested. <laughs> It's true. It's very funny. Uh, and Annie's like, and, well, and I, fi- I figured you'd enjoy that portion of it based off some of our conversations around oh, the, yeah. mar- the Marvel moments in the show. Uh, Jeff, I agree. Um, and I'm not going to I'm not going to be all secret about it. I'm going to announce it on a podcast. So uh, meanwhile, I have been on Timeline Scavengers where I'm where, uh, as a guest where uh, Colin and, and James go through the MCU moment by moment. So uh, Annie is like, well, yeah, but like, I want to order wine without getting nervous. I want a resume full of crazy mistakes instead of crazy lies. I want stories and wisdom, perspective. I want to have so much behind me that I'm not a slave to what's in front of me, especially these flavorless, unremarkable Marvel movies. I love how (laughs) in the final moments of Community... They're having this like emotional dialogue about what it means to get older, both coming from 
a sort of, uh, you know, early 20s into sort of a more stable adulthood. And also from that sort of stable adulthood into like kind of being, you know, being old enough to like be not with it anymore, I guess. Yeah. Um, And in the middle of all of this emotion about like getting old, they're just like, Hey, you know those Marvel movies that totally suck ass? Yeah, they they're just so bad. <laughs> it's it's just very funny when this cuz this came out in 2015. This is 2015. So we're talking like Avengers Age of Ultron time frame, Guardians of the Galaxy time mm-hmm, frame. Mm-hmm. It's also very funny knowing that, you know, you've got the uh oh shoot, I've already forgotten their names. The um uh I th- there's two brothers that do Russo brothers. The Russo brothers, and they moved into the Marvel movies after mm-hmm. doing community episodes. It's very funny as almost like a like a, 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 a subtweet of the Russos. It's just very funny to uh-huh. They kind of have this dialogue, and uh, she's like, look, you're older. Let the kid stuff go. And he says, well, my heart wants what it wants, but I let you go. And so it's like this weird, like, Jeff Annie moment. So for the Jeff Annie shippers out there, uh, congrats, Um, because she's like, she gets a text and she's like, look, the others are coming. I think you should kiss me. Uh, I think you should kiss me goodbye or you'll regret it for the rest of your life. And uh, he's like, well, what about you? And in maybe one of my favorite Annie lines of all time, because it really shows like just how how far she's come, she's like. Well, I'll regret the kiss for a week. I'm in my 20s, but who cares? <laughs> like, just that... It, it's wonderful. It's, it's great. Like, and just her delivery of it. It's it's yeah. it's a weird thing to be like that. Oh, that's a, like, all-time Annie Edison line. But it kind of is, so... Yeah. It, you know, and it's also a little bit outside of her usual... Because uh, she's always a little anxious about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So the fact that she's like, you know what? Let's just go for it. It's it's the summer. I'm going to D.C. for the summer. I don't know what's after that. Let's just do this. Uh, so they smooch. And then uh, the rest of the group comes in. And they're like, ooh. And uh, or Chang's like, ooh. And they're like, oh, stop. Stop being like a pervert. Because like they weren't doing it. <laughs> and Abed's, Abed says, hey, were you doing an unauthorized finale in here? Not cool. She's like, nope. We're just I saying... Mean, yeah, but Abed has done an unauthorized uh, finale by when when uh, he's Troy the one, is eating that big cookie. He's the one who authorizes it, so he gets oh, to. Oh, I see. He, so mm-hmm. he gets to turn the lights out exactly. on the study room in, exactly. in his blue tuxedo. Got it. Um. So, uh, they're just like, no, we're just saying goodbye to the room, and then someone else is like, for season six, right? Because like season seven, who knows? Too many variables. It's out of our hands. And uh, very meta. I do love because they start like considering their own version of season seven. And mm -hmm. and it's like, don't share it with anyone. (laughs) Right. And it's very much that does not sound like a line directed to the people in the show. It sounds like a like Dan Harmon standing in front of the camera being like, don't just don't. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to get more into that in the tag. Uh, But um... (laughs) yes, we will. What a. I will get into it in the tag, but buck wild. I do feel like uh, we do need to point out that Abed says a cool for every season and Chang farts during the fourth one as an inside joke. 
I yeah. feel like if we don't point that out, someone will at us on failingwebsitetwitter.com. Uh-huh. So, um, or skeet us on Blue Sky. Yeah, exactly. So they... Um, Fucking I hate it so much. <laughs> I've ruined so many people's days by saying on Blue Sky they're called skeets. Um, so... Look, uh, I'm on Mastodon with my toots. I love my toots. So... They all, uh, they, they close their eyes to imagine their own season seven and they're all smiling and Jeff imagines his where he gives the same speech he gave in season one, uh, season one, episode one, you just stopped being a study group and you've become a community and it's a room full of young, hot women and, uh, all redheads, all uh-huh. of them. We don't really have to give this a grades, but we will anyways. I don't know. D. Sex sells. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Moving on. I, I mean, it depends on the the genre of the show upcoming, um, because <laughs> Jeff does suggest, can we cut to it by ourselves later? <laughs> so I think you know, I, when I, think I know what the genre. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think I know what the genre of the show is, and you know, there's there's a place for that kind of thing. Hey, you I'll know, say if that. it's that, uh, could be like, could be an A. We'll see. Yeah, could also be covered on as a television <laughs> show. Bell. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I think I I agree with you there, D. Uh, but if it's that other thing, an A. So um, he's like he, he gives one kind of last speech that uh, I didn't write down most of it, but he is like, "You saved my life and changed it forever." And then uh, he gives a a big group hug, and um, uh, as it's uh, doing the outro, uh, Chang does announce that he's gay for real. He's legit gay. Uh, which is a weird thing to end the episode on. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting. Uh, luckily, they, we don't have to because there's a tag, and that's what we end the episode on. Well, we we actually Jeff drops Annie and Abed. Oh, right. I'm airport. skipping. I'm skipping the outro. Uh, thank you. Which um, I, I want to point out, we don't see Blucifer. I'm it's assuming true. this they, is Denver International they Airport. They go to Denver International Airport and they do not see the massive uh, blue Mustang statue that literally killed the creator and does have meticulously sculpted testicles uh, and red glowing eyes. The pride and joy of Denver, Colorado. And all um, I'm saying is I want to see Blucifer on my episode of Community. And I'm saying tear down all statues except for Blucifer, the only good statue that has ever existed. Um, P- possibly Blucifer is God. If Todd can be God, Blucifer, Blucifer could be God. Blucifer could be God. Um, if you're not familiar, just look up Blue Mustang statue. You'll see it. Um, the pride and joy of Denver, Colorado. Um, it's, it's a thing to see. I have at, at more than one point in my life considered getting a tattoo of that damn horse because... That's Colorado pride, baby. I, 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 part of me wants to go to Denver just to see it because I've been through Denver before, but mm-hmm. I didn't go through the airport. I drove through because I was moving from one side of the country to the other. I didn't fly in. Part of me wants to fly into Denver, get on one of the whatever, you know, tram buses they've got, mm-hmm. I'm sure, like to get to like parking and come back just to see it and be like, I've done it. You did and it. Then hop, hop back <clears throat> on a plane directly to Portland. Uh, Donna in the chat says that uh, they have the uh, sister statue on the campus. I didn't know there was a sister statue to Blue uh, uh, Blue Mustang. That's pretty cool. So yeah, we do get an outro montage without Blucifer. Um, Jeff drives Annie and Abed to the airport and gives them goodbye hugs. Um, and um, 
he uh, he does give Abed like two hugs, like it's a quick hug and then like a second longer hug because emotions, emotions are high. We get a beautiful sort of song for this uh, this montage. Um, and then he goes back to the bar to hang out with uh, everyone who's left. It's just him and the Dean and Frankie and Chang and Britta at this point. Um, and uh, they're all just moving on with their lives. And uh, it, it sort of fades out. And we get a little hashtag and a movie. Um, uh, yeah, apparently, uh, so in the chat, uh, Jeff is saying something to Abed, like lost in translation, which I've never seen lost in translation. So it's yet another, yet another missed reference. Uh, what what, could you hear the whoosh right over the head? Um, (laughs) for both of us, to be fair, not just you, I've Uh never seen it either. The tag it's community, uh, which is now a hit board game. Um, if you wanted meta, here you go. It's a it's a classic. Uh, it's a classic uh, uh, board game commercial where they show a family playing it and uh, having fun, playing cards, uh, moving pieces, taking actions. The voiceover is literally just like we're describing the rules of the game. It's it gets real weird and meta because like. Part of it is like the kid plays a script for which is a the script the of a script. fake commercial for the end of season six starring this family. That and they're then actively doing the father's like, you stupid child. No one is winning anything. This means we don't exist. We're not created by God. We're created by a joke. We were never born and we will never actually live. The uh, then the voiceover as the family just sits there in silence, uh, as the, the voiceover uh, goes like, Dice not included, some assembly required. Lines between perception, desire, and reality may become blurred, redundant, or interchangeable. Characters may hook up with no regard for your emotional investment. Some episodes too conceptual to be funny. Some too funny to be immersive, and some so immersive they still aren't funny. Consistency between seasons may vary. Viewers may be measured by a secretive obsolete system based on selected participants keeping handwritten journals of what they watch. Show may be canceled and moved to the internet where it turns out tens of millions were watching the whole time. May not matter. Fake commercial may end with disclaimer gag which may descend into vain Chuck Lurie-esque rant by narcissistic creator. Creator may be unstable. Therapist may have told creator this is not how you make yourself a good person. Life may pass by while we ignore or mistreat those close to us. Those close to us may be those watching. Those people may want to know I love them, but I may be incapable of saying it. Contains pieces the size of a child's esophagus. And my favorite part is, that's Dan Harmon. Uh Uh-huh. That's incredible. Like, this is so (laughs) navel-gazy. It's weird. It is a weird (laughs) way to end your television show because... yeah. All of the goodwill that, like, being a television show kind of about television shows <laughs> kind of goes out the window when you spend the last minutes being like, fuck you, critics. Fuck you, Nielsen ratings. Fuck you, uh, uh, people who said this show was too conceptual <laughs> or not funny. Or um, yeah. it's, it's a, a, very it's a long, weird. It's, it's a, a very long winded say, it's a way to say, fuck the haters. It, it's true. And, you know. And also, there's the, a point where he's like, your family might want you to say I love you, but you don't know how. It's like, what the fuck? At the end of Dan, the day, it's go, Dan Harmon Dan, being Dan Harmon for for better or worse. Um, yeah. But uh, 
It's kind of a weird, it's like, it's, it's kind of like, uh, walking out the door and, um, flipping people off as you walk out or like getting (laughs) off of an elevator, right? As you fart, like, yeah, it's a weird way to end it. And like, you know, I guess in that regard, uh, he is literally talking to people like us, people like you and me who have spent the last so many years (laughs) talking about this damn show and assigning grades to it. Yeah. Um, so you know i guess shots fired um yeah fair uh this is why we're moving out to an oil rig in the middle of the ocean and declaring fucking war (laughs) you know so it it is sort of a weird way to to end it but also you know i guess if if you can't imagine a different way to do it (laughs) if you've poured your heart and and soul into this show for Five of the last six years, uh, one of those, uh, one year off, not by your choice, um, right. and had to struggle to do it the whole time, gotten canceled, gotten, you know, repeatedly on the verge of cancellation, having to move to fucking Yahoo screen, right. the savior and destroyer of Yahoo screen all at once. <laughs> um, I imagine you're going to have some feelings about yeah. that. And sure. now's the time to get them off your chest, I guess. But you it don't is, have another chance. <laughs> it is kind of a weird way to end it. I'm just gonna I, say it. I will. Yeah, I agree with you. But at the same time, if I if I was thinking, how would I end a, the show of Community? It would have to be give Dan Harmon the microphone and just kind of let him be and let let him go. And you know, like this is the tag, and it goes wildly more meta than even the episode does which is wildly meta already and it's like well what else would you want to do <laughs> like you know because uh, this this is dan Harmon's baby and dan Harmon is incredibly self-referential and you know you kind of have to go for it and at that point you might as well i personally feel that the way the the best way to end this episode would to have been just with no tag and just leave it Leave it there. Okay. I see what you're Um, saying. Which I realize is not standard for a community, but also I think having six seasons where you have random tags where random things happen and then just sort of letting the emotion of the season, the series ending, uh, I think would have been a little bit more poignant. Um, But that's me. I'm not the one making the show. So, you know, do Fair. what you want to do, I guess. But I do I do think that 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 almost lives at a a version of community that just doesn't exist. Uh, you're, because, I mean, you're right. I'm I'm not going to fight you on no, that. No, I'm not. Well, I'm, I'm, I, or just couldn't exist because Dan Harmon is always going to undercut himself with a joke, uh, you know, framed as uh, basically something he needs to unpack in therapy framed as a joke. Um, and I think that's always going to happen regard. And I think, I think, you know, I've not watched a ton of Rick and Morty, but I have the sense that, that happens there too. Mm, yeah. Um, so anyways, uh, it's just a, that it's is just part of, uh, it's just a feature of the Dan Harmon. That is the end of the episode. And that means it's time for the actual full sized, full size Overall, I think this is a, this is a very good episode. Um, it is, hard to wrap up a series sure um because like i said uh you are you're saying goodbye to the 
the fans and you're saying goodbye to your coworkers, the people who have made your show what it is. Uh, you are saying goodbye to a piece of your life. Um, I mean, I was emotional when we finished uh, Back to the Futurama. We we had spent right, years yeah. making that, and that was just us being like, "Oh, Futurama is so great." Uh, One hundred cups joke, of coffee. Joke, uh, um, so, you know, but I I had emotions about that, and you know, I put a tenth of the amount, uh, not even. I put a tiny iota uh, of the uh, man that guy could hit. <laughs> thank you uh, of. Uh, of the work that that the creators of Community did, right? Doing that podcast, and I had feelings about it, and so it's it's very difficult to 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 do that. I mean, you're you're going out and you're you're saying goodbye to so many things, and you have to leave it uh, memorable. Um, sure, you you have to wrap it up in a way that is. Uh, you know, um, enjoyable. I mean, like, look at look at Seinfeld, right? One of the biggest shows of all time. Universally hated final episode. Sure. Because, like, how do you wrap up a Seinfeld? Like, what do you do, right? It, it the The fact that they were able to make it emotional and make it poignant when community is often not those things but still have it feel like community because we're still doing a lot of the meta stuff. Um, I think they, I think they nailed it. Like, I don't think it's a perfect episode. I don't even think it's, you know, the best uh, season, uh, uh, best series finale, but I, I think they did. I think they did nail it. I think it's a solid a for me. Um, I, I, I really appreciated everything that they did to actually give this series a a sure. solid ending until the movie um until the movie where we're going to undo this whole ending and right. remove all the emotional impact from it uh we're going to cut to the movie <laughs> and they're going to be on an oil rig uh declaring war uh-huh. um they're going to be teachers at Greendale Oil Rig Community College so yeah i think i think they did a very good job and the the first time i watched it uh I was I was very moved by it. Um, sure. So, so yeah, yeah. I I think they I think they really nailed it. Like I was I I don't think I like straight up cried when I watched it the first time. I definitely didn't do it this time, but it does hit me in the same feelings that like, you know, it it's when when you have an, an episode like this and you're saying goodbye to a television show and you sure. sort of realize how much the television show has meant to you and how much it has touched you and how much it has changed who you are as a person. Sure. Um, I think they did a really good job. I do think it's, again, and this is me, I do think it's a little undercut by the tag. I would have preferred just like sure. they they go off to the, uh, Jeff comes back into the bar and they're, they're talking and it just fades out and you get that little and a movie and call it good. But you know, that's my own little that's my own little thing. I'm not going to tell Dan sure. Harmon how to do his job. Just kidding. I've been doing that for the last three years. <laughs> but no, in in all seriousness, I do think it's a very good episode. I'm going to give it an A. I'm not going to say it's top tier community, but like, man, any any series finale that sticks the landing is solid, sure. and I think they did. 
uh, it's not that I, I have it difficult to grade. I have it mostly because there's so much weight upon this one episode. So it's really, like you mentioned, you have to resolve characters and relationships in a way that it, it stops being a, is this to me at least, is this an, it it almost goes from a, from an A to F uh, standard American grade system to a pass fail because you have to be able to nail it. You know, like there's, there's really only an A or an F to me of if you, you know, like you've got, you know, classic known about, finales of episodes you know like you're thinking i'm thinking of like sopranos where it does that really hard cut and like things like that and then you we've got things that you know peter out like the the scrubs uh season that we keep talking Uh about um and obviously i feel like this obviously i i think it you're you're absolutely right it wraps everything all the characters up left in the show and, and it also kind of uh, uh respects troy uh, even though he's no longer in the show, it respects Shirley, even as a ca- cameo, it respects the journey that they were on with this group as well. And I think that, I think you're right that the, the intact does undercut the episode, but I, I don't have as much of a problem with it because I don't think that there's a world in which that tag was not going to have happen. Yeah. Like, you're, you're not you wrong. Know, it, like, it's... I, I, I don't mean to like, be like, let's look at the metaverse or, uh, but like it, 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 it just doesn't feel very like it, it wouldn't be a Dan Harmon show if it didn't have an, an undercut immediately after emotional moment. Because yeah, I don't think that I, I don't. Despite everything I said, I don't disagree with what you said. Yeah, because I don't think Dan Harmon can like is comfortable with that that deep emotional stuff as a person. Again, not not a therapist, not anything like that. But I think I there's enough in this show that. But tells you wear me those that. glasses every episode, Mike. But yeah, I think I think it la- nails the landing. I think it, it I think it's an A and, you know, it's a pass uh, in the pass fail, which means it's an A in my book. Um you really have to land it for a show that people really care about. And, you know, you mentioned Seinfeld is one that didn't. And there are plenty of shows that don't. And there are some shows that know what they're doing and know how to get there and and are able to stick the landing and I think Community did. Um, so yeah, I, I, I give it an A. I think all the characters, all the cast, all, you know, you even get cameos from Todd and Garrett and Vicky and, you know, Leonard, and you get kind of a, you know, school's out for summer and we're going to, you know, honor the characters and the crew and the people that made the show. So I think it's, it's really well, well done. Yes. It's weird and stuff, but I'm, I'm in for it. I, I, I give it an A. All right. Well, we want to know what you think about uh, this episode, um, about uh, Lucifer, the uh, blue Mustang yes. statue that literally killed now, its creator um, outside of the would VIA. Have been an a, would have been an A plus if I seen Lucifer's it's testicles. True. Yeah, it's true. You need you need Lucifer's testicles. Um, you gotta get them. I don't know what else we talked about. We mostly were on track on this episode, despite <laughs> the fact that we've ac- we've almost gone two hours on this bad boy. <laughs> Um, uh, sandpaper for uh, nose or, or, or bubble wrap for butt. Which one would you rather? Do you have anything to say about Charleston chew? <laughs> we want to know all these things and more. You can find us on the internet. We're on failing website, Twitter, where again, uh, because I have lost access to tweet deck, I will probably not see your tweet. 
Uh, but you can uh-huh. tweet at us at Good Greendale. Find us on the internet. You can send us an email. It does not have to be about Charleston Chew, but it can be. Um, again, that is goodmorninggreendale.com. Based on statistics, it has been. It ha- a large percentage. Um, <laughs> you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. Uh, we will keep that going for when we come back to f- to back to the Futurama, because uh, in just a few weeks, Mike, we're back to talking about <laughs> yep, we're new, gonna do that. new episodes. Um, yeah. And uh, you can find us. And at us- some point, we'll be back to this, too, because and- there will be a movie. Uh-huh. And hashtag um, and a movie. You can uh find our fan group uh put together by uh Laura, who's in the chat today. Uh that is on Facebook. Laura's the it's best. the League of Jeremy's for reasons that are years old at this point. Um <laughs> that's where we you can, were recording in the same room. Uh-huh. That's where you can find us. And um uh, I just want to give uh thanks to uh everyone who has listened to this podcast um yeah we are wrapping up we will be back for one more sort of wrap-up episode next week um so this is not the the last episode of this our isn't podcast goodbye. uh yet um you do have times yeah. to you do have time to come up with your uh season seven good morning greendale uh plots yeah. um but uh, I do want to just say thanks to everyone who who listened. Um, it's been a lot of fun getting to revisit a show um, that I I really loved um, and uh, has has meant a lot to me. And it's been great. Uh, Community has one of the best, most intense fandoms ever. Yes, uh, it's we, very much so. We did a Futurama podcast for years, and like got some like minimal tweet interactions. We uh, started a one about community and I have made so many connections because everyone is uh, constantly talking about it. We it's got the best fans, the most uh, yeah. most intense uh, hardcore like we were just like, I don't know, let's do a podcast about community. We were underprepared for not even close the levels of community fandom we were about to wade into. But yeah. it has been fun. So uh, thanks to everyone uh, for that. And like I said, we'll be back with one more next week to kind of wrap up our thoughts on community and uh, and say our goodbyes uh, where uh, until you, the you movie. don't you don't have to smooch us. Um, but we will be back probably you c- if you want to maybe. just yeah, let's talk about probably. It. I also want to thank everybody that was on the live stream. You always, when when we uh, have the capacity to do them, we we really do appreciate coming uh, coming and enjoying and chatting with us. We uh, we we love uh, all the interactions we get, whether they're Charleston Chew emails or weird uh, weird discussions about smooching. We we love it, and we love the fact that you come with us on these journeys, like Ben said, and. Uh, while we may be almost done with uh, community for, we're certainly done with community for now. But you know, we know that the movie's coming. So, you know, in a few episodes, you know, it we may have been, you know, a couple years, but you'll be hearing from us again. All right. Well, that will do it for us. Uh, now that we have covered all the com- the ex- currently existing community episodes. Yeah. I, I can't that's, say that there were wild. webisodes we did not even cover. Oh, that's fair. Uh, but the yeah, that's fair. But also, we it's amazing that we've we've done two full television shows at this point. It's true, and yet though, and we've chosen the two full television shows that won't die. Hey, we could have done King of the Hill because that has thirteen seasons and is also coming back. Um, 
Why do we? I mean, let's fuck it. Let's go. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, like I said, we'll be back next week with a, a wrap up on the series for now. For now. Probably. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Maybe. And uh, until then, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.